We're at MoMA 2014, and I am happy to be joined by Jackie Kajong. Jackie, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to speak with us. Hi. Um, so for those listening at home, uh, talk a little bit about what it is that you do. Uh, I, I'm an artist first, and uh, so I do a lot of drawings and paintings on the side, and my job is uh, 3D artist. I do animations, modeling. I have done all sorts of things over the years. I did comic books, movies, so. What are some of the projects that you've worked on? Uh, starting from the beginning? Sure. Uh, my first uh, official career, I started as a, a pencil artist at Dreamwave Comic. I did a couple of uh, Generation 1 Transformer comic as a freelancer, yeah. And uh, after I graduated from uh, Minneapolis College of Art and Design, I joined uh, a downtown visual effects house doing commercial works. And that's where I built all my uh, 3D uh, animation and all the real world skills, you call it. And uh, yeah, I did a bunch of Target commercials, Best Buys, <laughs> you name it. So all the you know TV spots. After that, after one year, I wanted to um, further develop my uh, artistic career. So I went to CalArts for the MFA program, Master of Fine Art program. So I studied experimental animation, got exposed to a lot of experimental film, indie animation, uh, festival animation, and start to develop in personal voice in terms of uh, skill set. I w was be able to apply all the things I learned from my commercial world and previous uh, career period into the newer world. So I started doing a lot of personal animations uh, for a thesis project. And uh, during the time when I was at the very end of the CalArts California Institute of Art, uh, years and I noticed I I got to uh, meet Genova Chang. He did a, a presentation at my uh, school, and I thought, wow, this guy is is pretty smart. He's doing video gaming in such a brand new way. Really wanted to expand the emotional spectrum in the video game world. Really want to make something truly impact the industry and deeply move people. So after the talk, I approached him and I showed him what I've been doing, which is this semi-very um, uh, disciplined video game process, but used in the experimental animation way. Mm -hmm. uh, so I both have the artistic integrity plus the technical skills, which is exactly the people he was looking for. Because during the talk, at some point he was saying, oh, we really want to do this thing. Uh, but unfortunately, it's really hard to find the people. And I thought I was one of those kind of people. So I showed him my work. And after that, uh, that night, he sent me a really long romantic email saying, <laughs> come work for me. <laughs> and next day, I started uh, uh, that game company and started working on this little game called Journey with that, uh, another artist. <laughs> that's amazing, because yeah. um, Journey has, has been so well received, mm -hmm. uh, especially for its art direction in mm -hmm. particular. Yeah. Um, so. I wasn't the art director on the uh, game, but me and Matt, uh, he's a very talented uh, concept artist and uh, art director. So we tacked in a lot of uh, preliminary concept in Journey, and I did most of the animations and uh, probably 50% of environment as well. Wow. And, and yeah, yeah you, you guys should all be very proud. It's an incredible mm -hmm. looking game. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And not yet. After two years into the journey, there's certain uh, political struggle 
uh, I don't want to mention too deep, but I have to leave the team by force. So I went to Disney uh, feature, uh, which is another side career, because during the CalArt years, I did a summer intern back in 2008. Mm -hmm. I was a 3D modeler. I did a lot of sculpting uh, at Disney feature animation studio. I was trained by the very best Oh, sculptors wow. and really focus on shape versus curve, all the Disney appeal, all the fundamentals. So I was always have a little bit influence on the Disney side. So right after the journey finished, I went back to Disney feature. I did, uh, I started with Tangled short, which is the, the short film after Tangled. Yeah. And then I did, uh, Paperman. Yes. I worked on a bunch of models on that one, wow. which I'm very proud because it's also a small team. I prefer small, like team. They did a lot of experimental stuff. Sure. And it's right in my alleys. I, I was allowed to use a lot of tricks I did all through my careers on that film. And after that, I did Record Ralph. I modeled a couple of characters like Sonic and uh, Skrillex and a couple of candy racers. And after that, I've exited Disney with the film Frozen, which oh. is the last one I worked on. And there's a fun fact. The Frozen Mountain, I use the exact same process as the Journey Mountain. Oh, wow. So, yeah, nobody draw those connections, but yeah, it's kind of... That's fantastic. Your ears really had some some incredible words. Yeah, I I, I, I just trying to do the best work. <laughs> and I, I never really approached my career as, okay, I'm going to go to the career center to really figure out what I want to do. It seems like it all worked out very perfectly in such a way. Yeah, and now I'm back in game company and art directing the next game with a bunch of talented artists, and we're very proud of how it turns out. Oh, uh, I can't wait to see it, I'm sure. Yeah. Based on everything else, it'll, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious, what was it that first led you to art? Uh, I guess I, I was very young. When I was in China, I, I was born in like a very middle, low middle class income families. We don't have a lot of money to afford toys. So I just started making my own entertainment materials. Okay. And I have to figure out a way to make it cheap. So all I have is a pen and paper. So I create my own fantasies just with those things. So that's how it led to me to, I mean, I don't really know the picture. Picture. I want to be an artist. I always thought I would be like a firefighter or a policeman because <laughs> my dad runs a long line of policemen, and oh, my wow. mom is all business people. So it's it's kind of weird how I turned out to be an artist. That's that's really yeah. interesting. Yeah, maybe also it's the rebellious years. I was exposed to like underground Chinese rock, which not a lot of Chinese kids have. Because uh, they all focus on the uh, study and trying to get the standard answer, but I was always that weird misfit character. So I was exposed to a lot of uh, different things, become an individualist. That also helped me to become an artist in the future and move to the U.S. When, when did you move to the U.S.? I moved here uh, when I was 17, so right about that late teen years. Okay. Yeah. Was it uh, for school or family reasons? Uh, it was mostly just I'm I'm so not happy in the Chinese school system, and I I was very into Dragon Balls and saying say uh, all the anime stuff. I yeah. used to enjoy it, entertain myself and my classmate, and the teacher really don't like me because uh, my classmate will borrow my book because I have illustrations on the right. side. So yeah, and. Uh, and also, just I, I just don't feel like I'm the material to become a doctor or a lawyer, which is <laughs> most parents want them to be. And at that time, it was uh, during the Chinese economic boom. It's like the late 80s. They started opening up. So my mother was one of the pioneer of businesswoman. 
uh, our family started to uh, gain certain financial stability that allowed me to be financed by my family to go to U.S. So that also helped me a big deal. Good. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, drawing, you know, Saint Seiya mm. uh, and uh, Dragon Ball Z and, and things like that. What's what's your favorite anime? Uh, what's my favorite? The the Saint Seiya character? Or just the favorite uh, favorite uh, show. My favorite show. Okay. Uh, let's see. My favorite show. Grow up or right now. Uh, either. Okay. Uh, my favorite show grow up is always Doctor Slum, like Alale. Because when I watch that show, I just want to live in the world. Like I would watch the show, and for some reason, I'll be laugh and cry at the same time, and then like in tears. Like wow, that's such a beautiful world. I want to live in it. Right. And uh, that that's my favorite show grow up. And also Doraemon is very good. The robot cat yeah. from the future. That's that's another show. Mostly uh, my favorite show grow up is all through the Chinese broadcast syndicate. Okay. And the other thing I really like, uh, I can say it's not favorite, but I really like it based on the technical wonder is Micross. Oh. We actually have the Robotech version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have the, the three chapters. So I always believed, oh, that show is like three different one, yeah, one versions. Show. And then just yeah. recently, I moved to the U.S. My uh, ex-girlfriend, I was talking to her. I was like, oh, do you know this show is super amazing? It's got like three chapters. She, she's like, yeah, that that's the, the, the American yes. <laughs> hacked version. Um, have you seen Macross Plus yet? Oh, yes, I have. That's, yeah. That's such a beautiful OVA. Mm-hmm. I saw that while I was in uh, Minneapolis College. Yeah. It was it was great. I love it. That's fantastic. Uh-huh. And uh, now I think my favorite show. Uh, let's see. I always like Ava. Ava is also yes. a very nice show. It's like a psychological show in a way. Yes. And the movies wise, I really like Royal Space Force. Yes. Yeah, Royal Space Force. And just recently, I just updated my most favorite show is Windrise. Okay. That that show made that movie made me cry three times because it's about artists and yeah. I can totally relate. Yeah, and Miyazaki, I was, I don't want to offend anyone, but I was never um, really connected because his subject matter is always focused on like teens and young girls and the magical aspect. But this last film, it really like set the sail, like really impacted me in such a way. It's about, you know, just how artists just want to make, create something beautiful. And that totally connected and gave me the strongest everlasting emotion. Plus all the technical wonders. Who would you say has had the biggest impact on your career as an artist? Uh, I would say probably uh, the person who created Battle Angel. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I probably will butcher his name, <laughs> but uh, yeah. His name escapes you off the top. Of yeah, head. but you you all know who who it is. Yeah. It's he he's just this amazing guy. That was during the time. Okay. I know Toriyama can do all the nice, fun, goofy stuff, and then I was uh, becoming older, so I kind of started growing out of anime. I was like, okay, what else can you offer? And then I come across Bad Angel. It's like this totally realistically rendered with just enough artistic integrity and all the quotes from all the, you know, scientific logic is just really blew my blew me away, and that really helped me shape my career and me as a person. Amazing. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not the new one, sorry. The, the old old nine volumes. That's the that's the thing. Yes. Yeah. I hope you get back to that. Um, I'm curious in terms of of just general artistry. 
Mm-hmm. Um, are there any particular challenges to working on, say, a video game and working within those sort of within that sort of medium versus just you know traditional? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, right now, obviously, I work in the the pioneer industries, like we're creating the next art form, which is very stoked. But I I truly believe that's more of a collective effort. We're trying to make something well connected with the audience and maximize our uh, uh, receive level and make sure everyone will love it and connect it. But for me personally, I do a lot of uh, personal work on the side. Just uh, for example, I have this uh, Tumblr blog. It's called cgcgcgcg.tumblr.com. It's basically I will update my weekly uh, Animation. I do uh, animation a week, and it's in a comic form. So each little panel will be a small loop. And it started with just this uh, very simple goof around thing, but now it started getting become a, a quite personal because uh, just recently I, I started to really got into. Um, uh, I, I become very influenced by some older traditional artists, for example, like uh, uh, Diego Rivera or uh, Frida Gallo. Like they had a, like a really painful personal history, but they are allowed to express all their feelings through their artwork. And I thought that's very important as artists and their personal growth is to constantly creating the personal art and to to give it to the world and see how it feels. Yeah. Jackie, uh, unfortunately, we are out of time. Sure. Um, thank you so much for your time. It was it's been an amazing interview. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much.